Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to this Russell Talk podcast review of SmackDown and Rampage, where oh my god, the Tribal Chief and the Bloodline—it's it's good again. It's it's very exciting. We're going to talk about it. It's Sat Sat's back. Sat Eniangi is here once more to talk about SmackDown and Rampage. This was Hector Rodriguez who asked Sat E. The E stands for excited. It's great to be back on the show, guys. As it was announced last time I was here, I'll be here like every other Saturday, something like that. Maybe we so, don't know yeah. yet. We yeah. have to figure things out. The logistics but of it hope, all. But hopefully a bit more. bit more sat. We love that. Uh, yes, the, do the things. Subscribe if you haven't. Did I take... I did take the logo off the screen. Good. I remember to do stuff. I'm very good at my job. He is. Um, he, is. <laughs> he writes my script, by the way, guys. He writes my script. And I, you, as you guys know, I am a very fast talker. But when, you, when I'm doing the news... Do you want a, a fast-talking guy you can't understand what the heck is saying? Or do you want a guy that talks like smooth butter, guys? You know, like on the toast, you know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on. And I'm wearing a dashiki. I like the dashiki. Like, mm. yeah. So for all the black people, Bang you can get it from Amazon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone else, you can get a version of a dashiki, but don't get a dashiki. Because nowadays, <laughs> you know, cultural appropriation is a thing nowadays. <laughs> Everyone's talking about how, you know, you even can't have braids nowadays. It's a whole discussion. I don't want to get involved in it. We want to talk about wrestling. But yeah, I'm just putting out there. Dashiki in Russell Talk Studio. That's what I'm all about. Oh, yeah. Send in your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com <laughs> forward slash support. We're going to go through all of those that are five US bucks. And up by the time the show goes off the air. Uh, but first things first, we want to talk about Smacky D's because. Smacky D's, I like Smacky that. D's who, because. Who came up with that? Was that you? I, technically me I mean it's just Mackie D's but it's just no no I, 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 I get a reference yeah. uh, you know being a fellow Englishman but I'm yeah. saying that Smackie D's is good but who did you come up I mean, with I, I don't. I mean someone else probably did also but me and my mate that's what we used to call it when we were in school you, in so, school yeah so, so as far as I'm concerned because you're the first person to say it mm-hmm. Pete Quinnell came up with Smackie D's and if Russell talks smart and you say it every week, mm-hmm. like a show, damn it, say every, say the line, say the line, <laughs> smacky D's. And we can make smacky D t-shirts, guys. Like smacky McDonald's, D t-shirts. In a Smackdown color. Jesus. I wonder, I'm, I'm curious to see what the chat says about that, because I reckon there's going to be like 50 million people that have been like, no, everyone calls it that. It's I've so never normal. called it that. I don't, I don't yeah. like, it never, like, I would never fathom to say no. smacky D's. Smacky D's, it's great. Anyway, Jesus Christ, we're getting on tangents. We're only three minutes into this show. That's what um, I do, tangents, 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 tangents. Intangibles, listen, 
now, now, now that we're on this subject, nice segue. Oh I was thinking, if I'm going to be doing it sometimes, I should be a member of Lost Intangibles. They wrestle talk LIW with Sat E. Guys, people that's coming next week to the Clash, Castle, Clash of the Castle show that we're doing, come and vote. Say yes for Sat E to join LIW. Your voice matters. It's not just about you or Tempest. There's more people involved in this equation. It's the wrestle to audience. I should be part of LIW, right? It would be great. Me wearing the t-shirt, me doing the four, four, four life and scissoring me and stuff like that. <laughs> Put me in the group. People coming in, let them know. Say we want sat in LIW. Just make that into a hashtag and a trend. And I hound them on Twitter. This show is off the rails already. I love it. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about SmackDown, shall we? Sorry, sorry, Smacky D's. Let's talk about that, shall we? Yes, because this Roman Reigns bloodline, Sami Zayn storyline is like my favorite thing happening right now um, because it has managed to recapture some of the absolute magic that I loved about Roman Reigns' initial tribal chief run. Yes. It, the stuff that I love, the subtle storytelling, you're... Uh, you have like conflicting motivations about people that are in the room. You're like, oh, what's this person mean when they say this thing? Or, oh, here's this little look or little subtle piece of body language or whatever. It's that sort of thing that they're starting to do again. Yeah. And I love all of it. Everyone involved is putting on amazing performances. I love all of also, it. Also, like Roman Reigns is reminding us why we like the characters critically acclaimed in the first place. Yeah. Because you can tell that he's a sociopath. And one thing the sociopaths know what to do is to charm people. He's charming poor Sammy. And mm. then Sami Zayn's great character work because he plays like the neurotic character really well. He gets into the minutiae of things and then he overly talks because I can relate to the character because I overly talk. Do and you? Then, That's crazy. Yes, me. We haven't seen any evidence of that in the first five minutes of the show no and the rest of talk news because i talk very <laughs> you talk very I slow on the news and then uh, also jay uso as well because jay uso was bullied by roman. roman reigns basically mentally destroyed him because mm. the J jay uso you say you see today he was defiant of the of the tribal chief but roman reigns mentally broke him it's for the family he manipulated him he gaslit him mm -hmm. and then when he joined the group and uh, he's doing the same thing to Sami Zayn. he's like that's how i got into the group i got bullied and then he's doing the same thing to Sammy, but Roman's not doing that. So that makes Jay even mad. He's like, you basically guilt tripped me saying that you're doing this for the family and you're letting this guy's living family into the conversation, mm -hmm. into the cookout. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. Uh, I, it's so, so good. And it took on the next layer of the story happened this week where Sami Zayn was backstage. Obviously, he took the Claymore for Roman last week. Uh, but then he went to go see Roman backstage. The Usos come out to see him, and Jimmy's like, "Hey, man, what's up?" Hey, I'm shaking yeah, they, they got a special, yeah. special like <laughs> one of those. Like they got their own secret handshake. That, but better, you know. If it was like actually rehearsed, uh, and Jay's just like the whole time, which was great. Uh, and uh, Sammy's like, "Hey, I just thought you know I could go see Roman," and Jay's just like. No, why do you think you'd go see Roman? Drew, Drew's still walking around, so I'm going to need you to turn around and go do that. But Roman calls out from the locker and be like, hey, Jay, who's out there? And Sammy's like, hey, it's Sammy. And Roman's like, what are you doing out there? Come on in. And so he's like, like going above Jay's pay grade to just be like, no, actually, I'm going to let Sammy in. Jay's like, all right, I guess. Comes in. This whole segment was so, so good. I went back and watched it again afterwards because I loved it that much. Sammy comes in and sits down, and he's just like, so... How's things for you? Roman's like, yeah, no, pretty good, pretty good, man. How's things for nice you? Nice room, nice room. Yeah, Roman's nice room, like, nice yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's fine, it's all right. And it's like, how's things for you? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, you know, I just wanted to say thanks for last week. You know, I needed someone last week and, and, and you stepped up. And he's like, 
of course, yeah, you know, anything I can do, uh, of course, and anything for you at all, Roman. Mm. And he's just like, well, I'm glad you said that because, you know, I've got another favor to ask of you. I said, yeah, sure, name it. And he says, well, I need you to keep Drew distracted. Um, you know, I just need to keep him occupied, keep him off his game. Um, and Sammy's like, well, I've got a match with him tonight. And, you know, I'm, I'm the master strategist. That's what I do. I get in people's heads. I'm going to be laying out blankets, doing yeah, a little dance. dance. And then Jay, Jay <laughs> Jay's corpse in the background, <laughs> literally, like, trying to stay pissed off at Sammy, but laughing too much. Just, yeah. And then the camera panned back into the, uh, a mid shot of Roman and Sammy talking because you're like, okay, he's. he's <laughs> we can't show him. Send he's for the man. Send, yeah. Send for the man. It, it's so great. Oh, and one line as well from Roman before we got to that bit was Roman saying, you know, st- standing in line and taking the claimer for me. That's something like that's something that family do. And Sammy goes, yeah, that is something the family should do. And looks back at Jay when he says it. I'm like, oh. Jay's Such like, a good line. Jay's Love like, it. Oh. Jay's seething in the corner. And Jimmy's just like, I'm just happy to be here, right? He's, <laughs> Jimmy's he's, just loving it. Like, oh, life is good. Yeah, this is I'm, great. I'm tag champion. Uh, yeah, so Roman says Sammy needs to keep uh, Drew distracted. Sammy says, yeah, I could totally do that. I'm all good at that. Don't worry. And he's like, you know, are you uh, Bloodline going to be in my corner? Are you going to come out with me? And Roman's like, the thing is, if we come out, you know, it's very distracting, you know, and, and the focus will be on me. We want to give you the opportunity to be the main event. Manipulation. Manipulation, I love it. And Sammy's like, you know, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. And Roman's like, yeah, the opportunity. The opportunity to be the main event. Yeah, it's like he was like realizing, as Sammy said, he's like, oh yeah, I can spin this in- into an opportunity. Great, yeah. Uh, which is just brilliant all around. Sammy leaving, does the special handshake with Jimmy again. Again, that, that's, yeah, we, we can do the handshake as well. I mean, we were just great what we just did, yeah. Yeah, see, fluid. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he goes to do the same thing with Jay, and Jay's just like, yeah. Said he leaves. Love it. it literally, the crux of this promo yeah. is Sammy said, I did a thing last week, and Roman said, yeah, you were great. I need you distracted tonight. He goes, all right. That is the crux of the promo. But my God, everything Definitely surrounding happening. it, yeah. all the subtle storytelling and all the different motivations and what people are thinking and doing in each situation just makes this brilliant because all of the subtext out of it of Roman's end goal of trying to get another person to manipulate, do his bidding, Jay not being happy with Sammy, but Jimmy being okay with it, mm. and Roman superseding Jay to like let Sammy into the locker room. Stuff. Like, like there's so many different layers to these characters. Oh, it's it's but beautiful. I also feel like that Jimmy sounds less disingenuous as, as, like than he mm. did the last time I was here because it seemed like yeah. before he was placating him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll speak to him soon, but I just need to go get the, the, the dry cleaners for us because that was like yeah, the dynamic yeah, yeah. in the beginning. Now they got special totally. handshake. It seems like Jimmy respect him but also we talked about how Paul Heyman not being there also helped no offense we love Paul Heyman mm. we felt like it, it, he he probably would have taken away like the break from Paul Heyman helps because it was getting a bit monotonous everyone's complaining mm. it was like you can copy and paste a Roman Reigns promo a backstage promo or any segment because it was just spinning its wheels but the injection of Sami Zayn into this storyline it is like all of a sudden, everything's fresh again. Mm-hmm. Everyone is playing their part. It's showing layers. That's yep. the one thing we've been missing from wrestling. Layers. It's too one note. Because mm-hmm. Vince, they want to do multi-arc. He's just like, nah, man. We're just going to... What's what's on the script? Just read it. <laughs> yeah, totally. And the thing is, this this built into later on as well. Because just before the main event match, which was Drew versus Sammy, Jey Uso is still angry at Sami Zayn. And Sammy's like... Why are you... There's so much negativity coming off me, man. Like, this is exactly the kind of thing I was talking about with Roman last week. And then Jay just snaps. He's like, yeah, you did talk behind my back last week. Get Handle your business, Sammy. Handle your business. Jimmy's like, come on, well, let's go. Well, what's come the on. definition of talking behind someone's back? Because there's cameras there. What was he talking about? Like, no, no, no. The cameramen are all invisible, Sat. 
they don't they don't count. They don't exist in WWE. Canon. But then, how did he know then? If it's all invisible, he, ju- he, so the, the, so you watch so Jay Uso watches know. SmackDown. Yeah, that's been confirmed because he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He said they're stuck in the airport, so he was watching SmackDown in the airport like everyone yeah. else. Yeah. So the cameras are invisible, but also they do exist because he's watched the show. Yes. It's fine. Don't think about it. Um, <laughs> but this led into uh, the main event match itself, which was Drew versus Sammy, uh, yes. which I thought was a lot of fun. Um, it was really, really good. This was also off the back of Drew having some great video packages in the show, which we'll talk about later. Uh, so this was like a combination of like two very good stories throughout it, this it, show. The two stars of together. the show, exactly, Sammy yeah. and Drew. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and really, really fun combination of that. Really good match. I like that Sami Zayn is just very slowly just being treated like a serious wrestler again. Yeah. Like his performance last week, it was like, oh damn, Sami's really good. And in this one, like he hung completely, you know, held his own against Drew. Uh, really, really good to see. And even with, uh, there was a nice like near fall off a distraction from the Usos. They came out to help. Blue Thunderbomb near fall, which was yeah. great. But even with that distraction, Drew managed to overcome the odds, hit the Claymore, get the win, as he should. Uh, was very, very good. But then Roman Reigns came out, big brawl afterwards. And I've said this before in the, you know, Triple H is very good at leaving a show going, that was good. He's always at, like the ending angle of a show. Triple H is very good yeah. at kind of like nailing that note. And it's not always, you ha- it's, you don't always have to send the crowd home happy. I think that's a, that's a misnomer. You don't have to send them home happy every time. Yeah. You have to send them home excited. Mm-hmm. Whether that is good baby face person stands too. Yay, that's nice. Or you can have a heel beat down like this, but make it fun. Make it exciting. And that's right. what this was. You had the Usos come in with chairs and just leather them into Drew for After ages. After weeks of being like the Keystone Cops where there's this looking like blumbering idiots just getting beaten up by Drew every week. So it's yeah. good to get their, get their heat back. And also... Sammy got involved. And Sammy got involved. Like, they held him on the barricade, threw him into the barricade. Sammy hits a louver kick. They get the stairs and shove it into his face. Roman hits a spear. Like, there was tons of stuff happening in this beatdown. It made it look and feel Mm -hmm. very, like, heated and real. It was very, very good. And then you had the ending visual, which, oh, my God, was so good. Roman got a chair, placed it on top of Drew that was lying on the floor, sat down in the chair. Each of the Usos handed him a title. Jimmy stood next to him here. Jay stood next to him, but slightly further back over here. And then the camera was just focused on these three. And then Sami Zayn just pops in the little little gap between Roman's head and Jimmy, just on this side. And just that one visual of them sitting together tells you everyone's dynamics in this group without saying a word. Because you have the main focus, Roman. He's the champion. He's just been given the belts by his two lackeys. They're his lackeys. They're important to him, but they're not the stars, right? Then you have Jimmy who stands next to him. He's like, I'm fully on board with fully on board with this main event star right here. He's the focus. Jay stands next to him like, yeah, he is the focus, but he's a little bit further back because he's becoming estranged from the bloodline. And then you have Sammy who's just trying to make his way in, be like, I'm also here. Just that one visual tells you everything. Oh my god! I love this stuff. Yeah, that. Just give, give me in my veins right Say here. Again. Pete loves stuff, guys. I love it. He loves wrestling, guys. And right he's been positive. Look at him. Oh, this was so much fun. I, oh my God. Like I enjoyed this show and they ended on that visual and I was like, that's perfect. That was absolutely perfect. Yeah, there's nothing. More I couldn't ask for anything done. more. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so good. Like wordless storytelling is my jam. I, I need that stuff. And this was perfect at it. Oh, this was beautiful. You're a visual storytelling. I'm know. I'm a visual storytelling 
guy. That's my thing. I was going to say something else, but we'll get demonetized. So I was like, visual <laughs> storytelling lover. Lover. Yes, that's the one. Um, th- oh, it was just so good. This made the story feel so important. And it made me so curious as to where it's going. I love the fact that Sammy's getting more and more involved in the bloodline. Roman's motivations of, of manipulating him. I don't know whether Jay is going to become estranged from the from the bloodline. He's going to confront Roman and be like, why are you trusting Sammy? Like, he's not one of us, you know? I don't know whether that conversation is going to happen. I don't know whether they're going to turn on Sammy down the line. I don't know what's happening, I, but I'm so I, into it. I think it's going to lead to them turning on Sammy. I think mm-hmm. it's all a ruse. Yep. Because what's more shocking than us believing, hey, Jay's actually strange, or Jay's, I'm going to leave. And then, and then, because initially we talked about how Sammy, and we think, we think theory-wise, that Sammy and Kevin Owens are the ones to defend the Usos. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as the weeks get closer, the match may not happen in Clash of the Castle. I don't think so. Which no. I thought originally might be the case. But yeah. the fact that this storyline, I think maybe that could have been the original plan, but like any good storyline, when you hit gold, like the Jay and Roman feud, when you hit gold, you stick with it. You're mm-hmm. like, boy, Sammy's actually, the, the, the chemistry is great. Let's mm-hmm. not, let's not, the Russian. So quick. Yeah. yeah. Let's get his credibility back as a wrestler. Because mm. when Vince was in charge, it was three minute matches losing to Ricochet, three minute match losing, you know, to any babyface flavor of the week. And the only way he Matt could win. Someone. Yeah. And the only way he could win would be by complete distraction, cheating, yes. all that stuff. He could never win on his own. Yes. Yeah. But now they're slowly rebuilding him as a wrestler in the ring. So, because mm-hmm. when he does have the feud with the Usos, he has to look like a credible threat. I mean, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens is like a flick of a switch. It's like he's back to being a meme. That, that is, I feel like, something that Triple H has done has been doing really careful storytelling to just be like, okay, we need to make all the continuity that's happened with Vince McMahon's WWE make sense. Mm. So I'm just going to try and make a story reason for all these things changing. But with Kevin Owens, he's like, nah, screw it. Kevin Owens is just good again. We'll just make him good. Also, it's fine. Also, because we, we mentioned Drew McIntyre, it hit the sword is back and the kilt is back. I'm less into that. I, 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 had, I had a theory because Drew was coming out without the sword. He didn't know what to do in his entrance. He was like, Ah. So I feel like Vince went, that's crap. <laughs> give him the sword again. He looks lost out it, there. They, they mailed the sword back to Vince. And Vince yeah. was like, why'd you give me this? Yeah. Send it back. But I, I said that because he does the whole f- the countdown thing, it would have been great for an entrance. He would have like come out on the entrance stage, going to go three, two, one, fireworks. Bang, pyro. And, you know, the fire, whatever. Pyro, mm. He has a fire power in it. He's a firepower. Fire, fire, fire yeah. pi- I said pyro. Fire pyro. Fire pyro. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, ah, and the fire pyro comes up. Yeah. But Vince was like, he does nothing. Just give him the sword again and the kilt. He's a sword pal. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, th- honestly, I'm so into this story. I'm so pumped for Clash at the Castle. And that's the point of all of this, is to build the match at Clash at the Castle. And it did that so perfectly for me. I am pumped for it that did. show. Because I feel like they had to tell the, the Drew story because I, I feel like, Vince made him a stereotypical Scottish guy when mm. he was more layered. I miss his cool leather jacket he used to wear. Like it, he was a Scottish guy, but he wasn't hammering it. Vince likes to hammer people's nationalities in their faces. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have hair, so we gotta talk about it all the time. You yeah, know, like Kurt Angle, like you're you're bald headed man, yep. or your facial hair, or you've got different skin tone. We're gonna make that a gimmick. So that's like yeah. So Triple H likes to give character layers, but I'm I'm curious to understand why they've reverted back. Is it because they're going to clash at the castle? Maybe because the dragon slaying mm-hmm. sword is meant to be symbolism. I'm, I'm... Maybe he'll use the sword to slay a dragon on his entrance. Why not? They'll have a dragon and then he'll go, and then he'll kill the dragon. 
There you go. Sure. If it happens, Why not? You, you know who, you know, first scoops came from Pete Quinnell. 2022, Pequenau, mark the date. Uh, anyway, yeah, I thought this was masterful stuff. Absolutely loved it. I love all this, all the subtle storytelling that's happening. Uh, it's it's all brilliant, and I love it, and I can't get enough of it. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Shall we see what you guys think? Shall we get into some of your ultra chats here? Send them in to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Going to go through all the ones that are five US dollars and up by the time the show goes off the air. Um, we have a missed ultra chat from the Dynamite review, which we'll read first, and then we'll get into the ones from today. Cassidy Delaney said, uh, this was such a good show on the subject of Dynamite. Uh, the crazy good Jay and Dax match. Love that they got the This Is Awesome chant going, but it is Jay and Dax after all. No one should be surprised. And then the amazing trios match. I mean, wow, was it good. Just damn, what a show. I agree. I had a great time with Dynamite this week. Um... On the subject of uh, the Tribal Chief, Liam Leonard has been a member for 13 months in a row. We just had a chat with Liam Leonard. He's a good guy. He's um, a good egg. Uh, loved Smacky D's because you are rewarded when you pay attention to everything. Roman is great and can't wait for this event. Yes, should be a great time. Smacky D's is over. That's official based on Smacky, one comment. Smacky D's is a thing, apparently. Uh, Militant Mark Magnum has been a member for 15 months in a row. Thank you so much. Uh, I love that Jimmy and Sammy have their own handshake and Jay's like, why are you here? Great storytelling by all involved. I agree. Loved all of this. Random Nerds talking said, hey y'all, if done right, I believe that Sammy can get the same pop that Daniel Bryan did when he turned on the Wyatts. Then hopefully Sammy Zayn winning the world title. Like, please, I'm begging you, WWE. 
I'd love to see Sami Zayn win a world title at some point. I don't think he's going to beat Roman for the title. You know no. what? If Drew doesn't win at Clash at the Castle, right? What if Sami beat Roman? But who's going to win the tag titles from the Usos? I don't know. But what if Sami won the world titles? I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind like that. That would be great. I feel like um, of all the times that Sami Zayn's been nil a world title, which is not much. Yeah, this is the best chance he probably has. Yeah, but it's all about rehabbing him from being this Jerry the King Lawler comedy heel mm-hmm. character to being the credible threat he was yeah. in NXT. Exactly. Albeit he was an underdog, but it was an underdog that you could believe can win a match at any moment. I agree. Uh, on the subject of SmackDown brackets general uh mayor painsville dan said hello pete hello sat hope you're having a great day despite youtube messing with you don't remind me uh it looks like gunther and ludwig are a bit outnumbered right right maybe timothy thatcher's flip phone flip phone yes he has one has been ringing recently mm. timothy thatcher that's another person that could be thatcher's been wrestling and pro wrestling noah so i don't know mm. what his deal is because he's that's where he's been if People have been keeping tracks. Timothy Thatcher is now wrestling a pro wrestling Noah mm-hmm. due to uh, Hachiman, who was in uh, uh, Diamond Mine. Mm-hmm. That's the connection. Yep. So, yeah, because yeah, Hachiman went back to yeah, Noah. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, maybe. I don't. That would be very cool. I'd, I'd pop. If, it, that, if Thatcher turns up at Clash of the Castle, I would pop big. Yeah, it would be great, but it's good it's not Vince because Vince would be like, he's 39. Yep. <laughs> Thank God he's not there anymore. Uh, Dr. Hook Nolan Evans said, Hello, lads. Just want to say that I'm not on my best right now, but it, uh, but it's camaraderie like this that keeps me going. SmackDown was good, and I was there on Wednesday for AEW Dynamite and Rampage. Claudia versus Dustin was good. Can't wait for All Out Jam That Jam. Well, I'm sorry to hear that you're not doing too great, but right. hopefully you feel better soon. Thank you for the support. Really do appreciate it. But for now, let's talk about the rest of SmackDown, which kicked off with Ricochet versus Happy Corbin. Which is also the first rematch under the Triple H regime. Honestly, that's not a bad run because it's been, what, a month without any rematches? That's, that's the longest in how many years, Michael Cole? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, and this one, I felt like at first when it was like, OK, it's Ricochet. Oh, he's facing Happy Corbin? Oh, again? Uh, OK. Corbin then cut a promo, just being like, all right, last one was a fluke. There was Pat McAfee involved, you know. There's no way this little upstart's going to beat me twice in a row. I was like, okay, it's a justification. I'm not super thrilled about a rematch, but it's something. They gave gave a reason. It made sense. It wasn't frivolous. It's like, oh, rematch for the sake of rematch. Or like, rematch is like a fetish. It's like, let's, you know, do it. There there was a reason given. I'm still not super thrilled about a rematch, but it was something. Um, I thought this match was actually pretty good, though, because I don't remember there being a rest hold in this match. No, no, there wasn't much resting, even though it was like, good. It was a, it was a, it was like a classic athletic gaffer's big man match mm-hmm. where you had Ricochet doing Ricochet things, good, and then you had Corbin trying to slow the action down. So, which but, yeah. he's good at. He like, is. He, he, he had, I, he's a good wrestler. I'm a fan some, of Corbin. Yeah, he had some really good offense in this match as well. He had, uh, busted out some new things as well. It was very cool. He did like. Uh, on the outside, on the commentary desk, like got him up into gorilla press position, and then dropped him into a world strongest slam onto the commentary table. I was like, "That's cool, yeah. nice." And unleash him. Yeah. But it's one of those cases where Michael Cole mentioned about how he's been on a losing streak. So I'm mm. trying to because we he's been on he's been on a downward spiral before last year. You know, everyone misses broke, but oh, it's good Corbin. But uh, now he's happy Corbin, and maybe he needs another fresh coat of paint another new character change maybe i don't know i wouldn't hate it 
He can become sad Corbin again. I'd be up for that. No, I don't. I don't know. It, it, sequels really do better than the original. It's true. Leave the memories alone. But I don't want to, Sat. <laughs> um, Ricochet won clean as anything in this match. Just the whistle. kicked him a few times, dropped into his, uh, got him on the floor, hit a shooting star press. Ricochet wins. Yes. Great. Rehab of Ricochet continues. He's just slowly getting wins. Good. That's because when Gunther is done with Sheamus, a clash of the castle, Gunther now needs to chop a new body. Come on, Ricochet. Get <laughs> out. Be great. Uh, Hit Row and Street Profits interact backstage. Cool. Uh, we had the first of two video packages of Drew McIntyre, and I thought these were great. The first one was better than the second one, but the first one was still very, very. Uh, the second one was still great. The first one I thought was masterful because this was the story of Drew McIntyre's career. Of him saying, when I was a kid, I really wanted to be signed by WWE, got signed by the company, was in FCW, was, you know, touted as the future of the company, was the chosen one, got brought up to the main roster, the quickest person to go from developmental to main roster in history is Drew wow. McIntyre. Great. So he was saying, you know, I was the chosen one, and then started going on a downward spiral. I thought I'd made it, you know, this is going to be it. Went on a downward spiral, started losing, and then, like, personal stuff happened like his mum passed away and he was like that's it for me like I, I can't come back from this professionally or personally and then he got fired and he was saying you know that's the best thing to ever happen to me and the first video package cut off there and I was like this is amazing like not shying away from any of the details of Drew's career continuity mattering like a wrestler's history mattering and then not sugarcoating any of it yes love it absolutely love it and then we had a, a, a carrying cross promo. And remember what we talked about earlier? So mm -hmm. I watched on the a, on a Grap City podcast where they mentioned that a comment has been made. So carrying cross likes to say, TikTok, TikTok, Mr. McIntyre, TikTok. Yeah. But yet, Scarlett likes to leave hourglasses. Mm -hmm. Hourglasses do not TikTok. So <laughs> where does the TikTok come from? I got that from the Grabs of the podcast. I thought that's that's hilarious. That should be spread around. There's no TikTok or hourglasses. It's yeah. swoosh or granules following, falling down. Yeah. So it's it just be, that. It should be <laughs> Mr. McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the times. <laughs> <laughs> when you see him, when he comes up. <laughs> There's no TikTok. So stupid. I love it's it. It's an hourglass. This oh is the same days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no TikTok. Get a cuckoo clock. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. <laughs> Would you? Cuckoo. It just comes up with a massive grandfather yes. clock. Oh, there you go. Or, or, or like if you watch Stranger Things. <laughs> dong, right? That, that, that's what that clock made. Or that new season of Stranger Things. Dong. Crisis Vector. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Amazing. Carry across the Vecna or Smackdown. Exactly. Yes. yes. Spooky promos. <sighs> and he, he makes the screen black and white. It's I don't know how he does it. It's magic. Must it is be. magic. Yeah. But yeah. All, 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 all lovely there. It was, it was a fine promo. <laughs> Mr. McIntyre. <laughs> uh, we had the last chance fatal four-way uh, between Zia Lee and Shotzi, Natalia and Sonya Deville, Nikki, ASH and Dewdrop, and Tamina and Dana Brooke. Uh, I thought this was anticlimactic. Uh, didn't get much time. There was just like a, a superplex to the outside on top of people, which was a good spot. Uh, then Sonya Deville just dragged Nikki into the ring and pinned her that's after a few minutes. That's because that bracket has been snake bit because originally it, it was going to be uh zoe stark and nikita lyon then 
uh, Stark got injured, Lion, conflicting reports either she's not vaccinated and she couldn't get to Canada, and then Toxic Attraction replaced and one of the members got injured afterwards. Mm -hmm. So that bracket itself has been cursed. So they had to rush it. So it's, it's understandable. It's like, we can't bring up any more NXT tag teams. Mm -hmm. Let's just you know use the people that have lost before. It makes sense because yeah. they were in there. 100%. And we don't want to give it too much time because you want to get straight to the actual semi-final match. So that wasn't of importance. But when we talked earlier, we watched we watched SmackDown together. We watched SmackDown together. It was lovely. Um, I mentioned about I watched how it twice, gang. He did, That's and I didn't complain. It was my idea. Yes, and he was yeah. He did me a favor. My laptop is buggered, so he helped me out. So he's like, I'm gonna put on the screen. Let's watch it together. I sat on that nice cinema sofa that they stole. It's pretty nice. <laughs> From City World. We didn't uh, steal it. They gave it to us. That's what he says. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we watched the match. And I was saying that like, these are all the women that Vince McMahon butchered throughout the whole of 2022. No one really cared for any of the people in the match. Mm. Except for maybe Sonya. Because Sonya was the authority figure. And Natalia's Natalia. She's like that couch. You know, that's been there for ages. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's my grandmama's couch. You know, it's yep. it's an heirloom. She's an heirloom to the company She's now. She's an heirloom. Yes. But all the other women like Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H., they need rehab. And Zia Lee's got an interesting character. But how the crowd can get confused. One minute she's a baby face. And the next minute she's now a heel. Because Vince thinks she's foreign. She's mm -hmm. got to be a heel. Yep. They need all, they all need rehab. So when the draft happens, I hope we get like a hard reset. Because mm -hmm. these women are talented. Yep. But Shotzi, where is her tank? She's been healed, but not really doing much. Yep. You see what I'm trying to say? It's like yep. all these women. They need a purpose. Uh, who is Raquel Ro um, Rodriguez? Why does she smile so much? Does she have a condition? Who is she? She has a back. She has a back. We talked about she has <laughs> a back. That's it. Yes. That's the whole character. And I think, I think, I, I have faith in Triple H in that he will rehab these characters in time. He's in the process of rehabbing a lot of different characters, I think. So I think he will get to them in time. But currently, he's focusing on guys like Sami Zayn, and he's got Bailey and Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Like, there's a lot of focus on other projects right Baszler. now, and Shayna Baszler. Like, there's a lot of moving pieces that he's focusing on. I I hope that he will get to these people in time. Um, after a recap of the five way from last week, we got Sheamus coming out for a promo. Oh, I love that promo. I loved this segment, uh, which started off, and I thought it was just going to be generic promo segment because Sheamus came out and he was like, "Well, the brawling brutes, we're going to be." doing fights and drinking pints and i was like Ugh, all right sure whatever but then he gets interrupted by gunther and ludwig kaiser gunther right? the ring general gunther bam, bam. yes him uh <laughs> he came out and seamus ludwig tried to do the the normal intro and stuff and seamus is like da, 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 da. no one understands what you say just zip it for a second cooked him on that promo he sure did yeah um so then he said you call yourself the ring general but you're looking at a true ring general right here. I've been in this ring with the best of the best, and I have beaten them all. He listed off a bunch of names, you know, John Cena, Randy Orton, Triple H. Like, beaten them all. When we beat the piss out of each other at Clash at the Castle, I'm going to get that Intercontinental Championship from you. And he's like, I see a, a lot of you in me, but you have something that I want. And it's like, you like to go to war in the ring and all that stuff. Like, drawing these comparisons between the two. And he talks about all the bangers he's been having. Because yeah. Sheamus, since I think going back to last year when he won the United States title from Riddle at WrestleMania, he had bangers. I just glanced at the chat and I see a load of people just going, Sss, in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sss. 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 
Yeah, so Seamus said he had bangers on bangers on bangers. Seamus has Seamus is known for having hard edge, strong style fights. Yeah. And actually Gunfa versus Seamus is a dream match of a lot of people. Gunfa likes to chop people and, and Seamus likes to kick people, but I'm worried about Seamus's chest. He's a pale oh God. He's a pasty man. It's gonna be so red. It's gonna be great. And it's like, no, it's not the Welsh flag. That Seamus' chest with a chop. <laughs> ah, Seamus' chest gonna look like the Welsh flag for the for like the next six months. Oh god. <laughs> Fella! But <laughs> <laughs> what really sold this segment to me, Gunther did a, a very good response as well. He's in you know what? His character, he he, he should be Vince's dream because he plays the part of I'm a villain yeah. from, you know, Austrian villain because mm-hmm. the way he talks is very clinical. Yeah. He's he even talking about how he's going to break him down, dismantle him yeah. and destroy him. And you and you buy into his words because there's so much conviction. And also what I liked about Seamus' promo is in real life, we all know that Seamus actually wants to be Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. It's not a promo like, uh, I want to be Intercontinental Champion. He him saying that he wants to be the ultimate Grand Slam champion, that comes from truth. That's mm-hmm. not kayfabe, that's real life. Seamus wants to be champion. I believe it. That promo came from the heart. Mm. But yeah, as you're saying, the, the great part that, you know, we talked about. Yeah, because Gunther did this response being like, I'm going to break you. And mm. I was like, I believe you. Uh, and then all the other people started brawling. So Butch, Rich Holland and Ludwig Kaiser. It was two against one. Started, it was two against one. They all started brawling around Seamus and Gunther. And the two of them... Just continued staring at each other. They were just they were just here the whole time. The brawling happening around them, and they're just staring, locking eyes at each also, other. Also, Loki uh, Ludwig took on two guys by himself. Sure did, right? The, the brawling was happening, and they were just locking eyes. And it went on for, like, probably a good minute of them just staring at each other. And I'm like, this is brilliant. And in the end, they had to stop their attacking dogs. Yeah. They're still locking eyes, but like Ludwig Kaiser and Butch were next to them and they're just holding them back and they're still just staring at each other. And I'm like, that framing alone just completely sold me on this match. Like, I was already into the idea of it. I'm like, this would probably be good fun. And then I came out of this segment and I'm like, I am pumped. Also, technically, it is Hill versus Hill. Technically, although Seamus was very much the face here. Yeah, he was, because they're going to the UK. In the UK, they chill for their own. They don't care. Oh, yeah. Listen, if you're part of the island... He's he's not not part of the UK, technically, because he's Irish, but you know. If you're part of the island, you're in the geography. British Isles is what you're part of. Yes, if you're in the British Isles, you're one of us. We'd never forget or leave one of our own. Exactly, yes. Uh, I thought this was brilliant. Made me so hyped for the match. I'm into it. Love it. Uh, Shayna Baszler got a video package. More rehab of people. Love yes. it. Show what she but a killer we, she was. We had a discussion over whether or not we think Shayna's going to win. You don't think Shayna's going to win. No, I think that there's mileage in uh, her and Ronda. Maybe like a tag team, maybe like a feud, whatever. Mm. But whatever, that shouldn't be for the title, I don't think. And I think they want to give Liv Morgan a bit more of a run. Maybe Ronda's the reason why Shayna loses. That could also work. No, but rumor has it that uh, Ronda's not going to the to Wales, and that's why she was she's not suspended anymore. But it's it's confusing right now. Yeah, she paid a fine, but it's like, yeah, yeah, she gave us the money. But well, you... te- I don't know if she did pay it. She just put it in the ring. <laughs> it was just like, there you go. But Didn't who, even officially pay. Whoever's it. collecting the money or whoever sweeps up the ring mm. must have pocketed some. So there must be this discrepancy. Yeah, they, in yeah, the they, cash. They, there's some outstanding charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there is like fifty dollars missing. It's like, <laughs> yo, I left it in the ring. Your ring guy must have taken it from mm-hmm. me. So yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Natalia and Sonia Deville cut a promo backstage, and in the background of this, while they were just cutting their promo, be like, "We're great." Uh, in the background was Nikki Ash and Dewdrop having an argument. You could just see them animated and talking and yelling and pointing and shouting at each other without any sound coming out, and that's all you need. Subtle stuff like this, the framing, you don't need to draw attention to it because people will notice this stuff. Visual we're not, storytelling. We're not idiots. Yes. You have it framed in the shot so you can see it quite clearly, which you can, and you pick up on this stuff and you see that they're not happy. Great. That's all you need. Uh, we had the Sami Zayn stuff that we mentioned earlier. We then had Bailey on commentary for this next match. Ding dong, hello. Oh my God. When Bailey came out and it cut to the shot of Bailey sitting on commentary, Michael Cole was just there, just like... Because he's like, he has to do a pat already. So you got Pat <laughs> yeah. McAfee, like, hey, hey, hey. And the other one's like, hello, ding dong. Yeah. So he's like, it's like the dad with them two kids that's just naughty. Exactly, naughty. yeah. Uh, it's it's great. I really enjoyed that reaction. I thought Bailey and Michael Cole were very good uh, yeah. against each other. I think the looser style of commentary they have without oh Vince gosh. now just really helps that dynamic they have. It, it, it's great. It's like us right here. We're just enjoying ourselves, right? Yeah, it's, having it's, a good time. Yeah, having a good time. <laughs> Uh, we then had <laughs> Sonya Deville and Natalia versus Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah. Uh, this match was fine. Uh, Raquel and Aaliyah won. They put over Raquel really strong in this match. You kind of essentially won two on one um, and just put away Sonya Deville. Aaliyah was Great. competent. Like, yeah, she was, that, she was good. The, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's all you can hope for with her. But Raquel, she come on leaps and bounds from her NXT days. I mean, I like the twist invader bomb she does in the corner mm. and her Teano bomb has a lot more going for it than in the beginning. It used to yeah. seem kind of, I'm not sure I'm doing a move, but she seems much more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But they need to like surgically remove that smile from her face and give her personality besides someone that likes to show off her naked back. She has a back. Have back, will travel. Um, they then had a few uh, segments in, in various parts of the show of Maximum Male Models backstage. Triple H doesn't care about them. Yeah, I, I get the vibe that doesn't really care because, okay, they had a photo shoot, I think, in the parking lot. You said that. That, that for you just got you. you like, why? I was like, but why are they there? Doesn't make sense. Because got a screen. Listen, you can have a, a photo shoot on a train track as long as you've got a screen. Yeah, but like, but why? You have an arena. Whatever. They had a photo shoot, probably in the parking lot, specifically because the bus next to them started playing Hit Rose music. And then they got distracted by that and they were like, oh, this is this is disgusting. We need to get rid of this. So then Maxine Dupree goes and is like, I've got an idea. Goes and recruits Los Lotharios, who come in and sure. say, We've got a solution. Here's some spray paint. So then they spray painted Hit Row sucks on the side of the bus. And then Hit Row comes in and be like, What are you guys doing? If you if you have beef with us, we should just settle this in the ring next week. And then they say, Oh, by the way, this isn't even our bus. And then Street Profits come out of the bus and then they go, Oh no, this this is our bus. <clears throat> yeah, I think I didn't like this. I didn't like it either because the writing on the bus was so uninspired. <laughs> it really was, wasn't it? It was like hit row uh, sucks. You know, if this was the attitude era, would have been sh- row written on there. Can you say the S H I T? Mud mother. I did now. Swear jar, get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I didn't like it for the simple fact you can tell Triple H is like he's doing a great job, like you say, of continuity with with mm-hmm. Vince's ideas. But all of a sudden, we're not, I'm not, my juices are not being titillated anymore. My juices are cold. I'm dry, okay? <laughs> I want more MMM uh, segments. I want them to walk down in a winter outfit or autumn because autumn's coming up. Something, because they're meant to be silly. So the moment you make Maximum Male Models serious, 
I think it loses its cachet. It's I, meant to be tongue in cheek. I haven't seen any tongue in cheek nature in a long time. I missed that. I think that they were a little bit comedic in this one, and they were celebrating doing the spray paint and be like, "Yeah, we got him, we got him good." And then they were like, "This isn't even our bus." You saw like Mansoir was there, like, like properly like playing up comedic facial expression, but like that's it. That's like the full but, level of it. But they're making them into goose. But it was goose that was funny, not goof that is sad. Like, yeah, you can you can tell that Vince um, Triple H doesn't really care. About maximum male models. Yeah. Oh, dead on arrival. Um, it wasn't great. Also, the production on this was super weird. Like the lighting was they just had like a flashing light instead of like camera flashes, which just looked weird. They had these weird like light screens in the bus to make it look like there was a party inside, which just looked rubbish. The hit row music was being played clearly like not in the segment. They played it after the fact yeah. or whatever. It all was just But also weird. why why is Dawkins and and Tez Montez Ford listening to loud music with flashing colors like loudly. It's just both of them. If it was both of them with like a group of people, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You're saying that uh, you know street profits are gonna come in a in a, in a bus and then play loud music of their fellow teammates and you, you have see, flashing lights because Hit Rose music is so good that they just have to do that. I they guess just so. have to listen to it like that. If you didn't know, now you know. Of course. Uh, the New Day came out to do a promo in the ring. They are really good as genuine promos. Like, you feel when Xavier Woods, even though he was clearly putting on an act here, you can tell that, like, the genuine style came across and they were like, "Yeah, look, we'll be legit. Like, we've been getting our asses kicked by the Viking Raiders recently. Like, we underestimated them. It seemed like they were trying to do, like, oh, New Day might be over, kind of. Yeah, they were saying, you know, we had the, fu the Viking funeral last week, so maybe New Day is dead. Uh, Viking Raiders then came out. And they were like, shut up. And then they were like, no. And then they came out to no, the No, but what I noticed, again, this is the, the change in the presentation. You know, even like, I like the fact when Xavier was like, you know, the new and vicious Viking Raiders. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. Yep. But the new vicious Viking Raiders are actually getting promo time. Because before, how many years has the Viking Raiders been on the main roster? Like two, three years, possibly, they're running on yeah, now? Yeah, maybe longer, I don't know. Besides from the Street Profits feud, the weird feud they had when they did some multiple segments, I've never seen... Uh, Viking Raiders hold a microphone, walk mm. down to the ring and do a promo. Mm -hmm. It came to a point is like you'd forget they're on the main roster sometimes. Yeah. You're like, we need more tag teams on the tag team division. Oh yeah, Viking Raiders are here. Yeah. And now they're actually investing in them, which is great for the tag team division. Yep. But at the same time, I hope we don't get a hill versus hill feud between the Usos and the Viking Raiders. That's a huge no-no. No, I don't think so. I hope not anyway. Um, but uh, they came down to the ring. Xavier Woods was in a wheelchair with like a blanket over it. I was like, I've seen that Kevin Nash gif. I like, like I know, that, yeah. We know, we know. There's something going on underneath that blanket. Viking Raiders should have said, "We give no simpy. <laughs> I have no simpy." Dear Scott Steiner, when Nash was in the thing, he goes, "I own your no simpy. I'll give you your simpy. <laughs> I give no simpies, man. No uh, simpies at all." The patron saint of WrestleTalk Extra, Scott Steiner. We love him. Um, yeah, they uh, Viking Raiders came out, looked like they were going to try and beat up Kofi and Xavier again, but Swerved was a trap under the blanket with some kendo sticks, and then the New Day beat him down with kendo Kofi sticks. Kofi recovered because it could have went over his head or oh, smacked man. him in the eye. He almost did not catch that, but he caught it. And he played um, it. He did, played it off as a as a gun, uh, and then beat him up with kendo sticks. Uh, it was fine. It was a bit of goofy fun. But like you, you said when, when we were watching SmackDown earlier, it's it's become very repetitive. The feud, so they do need to blow need, it off. I, I need quick. that feud to be over. He wants that divorce quick and swiftly. Mm, exactly. 
we then had the main event that we already talked about, Jurekta vs. Sami Zayn, and that was the show. I thought it was great. I gave this like a high four out of five because there was some fantastic stuff on the show, and there was some stuff that was fine, but mostly it was great. If I would give it four, it's mostly because of the Bloodlines performance behind the scenes and yeah. also the great video package. You know yep. what? SmackDown seemed focused. Exactly. Right? Because it was like Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Sheamus and Gunther, mm. the women's stuff, which was that's, fine. That's, that's what which presented was fine. being a five if you think about it. Exactly. If that, if, yeah. That, no really that and the right maximum now, male yeah. model stuff yes. was like, eh, you know, but it was, it was such a, a small portion of the show. It was only like a few minutes total of that whole thing, so like it would yeah. be harsh to, to mark it down too far. Uh, let's talk quickly talk about Rampage, and I say and I say quickly because how <laughs> much happened? Wait, no, no, no. Let's do it deliberately slow because people complain that you don't talk enough about Rampage. Yeah, but that's because nothing happens, gang. Um, it's a show you've been waiting for. It's the show that you've been waiting on. Um, let's do oh, wait, Rampage. No, I, I, I was waiting for it. Which started on. with the trios match of Dark Order versus House of Black. Uh, this match was good, I thought. Um, Dark Order looked quite good in this one. I like. I love the tandem offense that Dark Order do. Oh, they're so, so good. Dude, I wrote down my notes. I, 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 if I can read my notes, if I can find my notes, I said, I love Alex Reynolds' rugged mm. beard. It's a mm. great addition to his look. Yes. And then I also wrote down how um, Reynolds and Silva have a great tandem off offense. It's sure so do. underrated, mm -hmm. especially when they do the stunning and the yeah, yeah, suplex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope in this tournament, and I feel like the Dark Order's first victory in a while, because they never win. If, if it was like any other match that wasn't a trio storyline, they mm -hmm. would have lost. Yep. But I want to see more Reynolds and Silva's tag offense. I want that to be highlighted in this tournament. Yep. And we also talked about how 10... Oh, all of a sudden he's got a dodgy knee. We know what that means. We know what that means. Hangman, hangman, get up on here, hangman. We need a third person. Because for some weird reason, Uno is stuck in Germany with Mayor of Painesville, Dan. So we need someone to join the squad. Yeah. Hangman, join us. I think, yeah. Ten is going to get injured uh, after the next match that they have against best friends or whatever. Someone's going to come in and injure Ten, or maybe it just happened in the match. And they're like, Ten's out, man. Like, we need... We need someone else for the finals, and it's going to be Hangman in, yeah, in but with the Dark Order against the. It might be a typical Hangman where he he hesitates before he accepts. Of course, uh, yeah. guys, I don't know. But I, don't, I, I have no history with those guys. You know, we like, just yeah. made up, yeah. and me and Kenny haven't talked since I beat him for mm -hmm. the title. Yeah. Awkward, and yeah. yeah, he has to do it, and then he'll do it. Yeah, um, but in this match itself, it looked like House of Black were going to win. Uh, they've been working over Ten's knee. Uh, and Malachi Black got like a knee bar in to look mm. like he was going to tap, but then Miro came out to distract them. <laughs> uh, came out and distracted them. Reynolds uh, rolled up Malachi Black. The only thing I didn't like about this, and this is a larger issue with Rampage because the pacing is too fast, um, Malachi immediately didn't care. Like he got rolled up and lost and immediately was like, Miro, come on, let's go. It's like, you just yeah. lost. Do you not care yeah. about the match you were just in? Like, there's no like, oh, I can't believe I lost. No moment or anything like it's, that yeah, at all. It's true. You that, know? That, that did happen. It's just, you need to let stuff breathe a little bit, um, which Rampage doesn't. Uh, Reynolds rolled up black. The Sting and Derby came out to save Miro too late because he already got beaten up, but whatever. So yeah, that part was a bit, ooh. Yeah. He got black masked already. Sure did. So he's knocked out. So even if they saved him, he didn't see it. No, exactly. Sure. Anyway, uh, I'm glad to see Miro back in my TV. Please give me more of him. Yeah. Or you'll see him again next month. Yeah. <laughs> God. God, yeah. Uh, Hook was backstage and said he didn't care. 
about a video. Yep. And then uh, the Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange came up and said that they they want the FTW title. I'm excited because we were talking about how Hook is like an attraction. Mm. Hardly on the main roster. (laughs) Yep. He's doing his own thing on Rampage. Doing open challenges against people that no one cares about. Z-List reality TV stars. Zach now, Clayton. Yeah, Zach Clayton, who's engaged to Wow of Jersey Shore. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, whoop-de-doo for him. Congratulations on him. Yeah, the lucky sure. guy. But yes, but the point is, Cool Hand Ange and Daddy Magic, they are part of the Jericho Appreciation Society. They're one of the core stables in mm-hmm. AEW, in the thousands of stables they have. <laughs> That's one of the core ones. So it's good that Hook is finally going to get into a feud with a couple of guys that's prominently featured on AEW because that's what yeah. Hook needs to do because yeah. Tony Khan's done a great job where he nearly bungled it with Danhausen with the, the Hookhausen situation because mm-hmm. it nearly became comedic but uh, Hook's got an air of mystery still cool whatever he doesn't care but he needs to have more matches rack up more victories get into feuds and then also expand his character layer him because he's be, has he been wrestling for nearly a year I think it's been over a year, I want to say. So imagine if the cast of Kane just did the same thing for a year where he just yeah. chokeslammed people and interfered in people's matches for a year and mm. we know nothing about him. Yeah. Eventually you get tired, right? Yeah. Hinting, let's expand Hook. Yep, let's expand Hook. I'm into it. Uh, Wardlow squashed Ryan Nemeth. The, the Sanjay Dutt lethal singing Chris Abram on the also, stage. Oh, I have to say something. Ryan Nebmuth is dressed like his older brother. He's cosplaying as 2014 Dolph Ziggler. He is. Like the Dolph Ziggler and one he, Survivor Series. He moves like him in the ring as well. It's uncanny how much they're alike in the ring. It's crazy. Yeah. I've never seen that much synergy between brothers since the Hart brothers. Yeah. If only they were in the same company, then we could get they a were, hell of they a tag were. team. He used to be in FCW as Briley something something. He used to, sure. And he was also a backstage interviewer as well. Mm. They were grooming him and they fired him. Uh, Wardlow squashed him in a few seconds. Cool. There's tension between Private Party and La Faction Ingobernable. I know where it's oh, going. Oh, no. I think I know where it's going. Yeah. Yeah, this is my theory. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Guys, this is my theory. So Matt Hardy has been sitting in catering for a while now, mm-hmm. right? Since Jeff Hardy's issues and so forth. So now Matt's got nothing to do. The last time we saw him, he's got his, you know, his butt whipped by Christian. And Private Party, they're getting tired of being browbeaten by, you know, LFI. So I think LFI are going to beat up Private Party and Matt Hardy makes the save. But in the classic AEW fashion, the reunion ain't going to be that quick. It has to be slow burning. Like, we didn't need your help. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And Matt Hardy's doing a redemption story. And being elite or every other vlogs from the wrestlers, he's been saying that he needs redemption for how he treated them. He cheated them out of their money. He mm-hmm. was greedy. See, he wants... In a penance, he wants to go back to being the old Matt Hardy who used to be like the Michael Hayes of the group and sure. they dress like the Hardy boys again. So, yeah, I think Matt Hardy's gonna save them from, mm-hmm. you know, left back Sean and Gobernar Blair. Cool. Uh, after that, we got another squash match Powerhouse Hobbs squashed Ashton Day. Yeah, and I wrote down Hobbs squashes Ashton Day like he was a carton of apple juice. Specifically, apple juice, that one. Uh, if I said orange juice, it'd be like oh, orange Cassidy. Uh-huh, that uh, really taken. Okay. Yeah, Could have just alcohol. said juice. No, like a carton why, of apple juice. Why specifically apple juice? What is it about apples that you hate so much? I don't hate apples. I love apples. One of my five a days. Is, is, uh, being specific is cool. No? A cart of juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. TikTok. Um, uh, after that, uh, the factory attacked Ricky Starks as well. I hated that. 
I hated that. I'm sorry. I hated that. I have to put my water down. Uh, shut it. Health and safety. Don't want to electrocute us or anything. Please don't. I won't. Yeah. Why are the factory involved? They, they, they're lowering the stock of the feud. No yeah. offense. QT's lower lower card stink is all over this feud now. Yep. And what's going to happen? What? Hobbs is going to drain the factory? Heck no. I don't need that. If it wasn't for the fact that Hobbs is feuding with Starks, I'd be like, oh, Hobbs and Starks are going to get back together and beat up the factory. But that's not the case. He just turned on Starks. Why are the factory there? The factory should stay away from the feud. They lost. Move on. Yep. Like, what's going to happen now? Well, Hobbs is... Like, what's the end game between Hobbs and the factory? We already yep. know Starks is feuding, but it's like, is Hobbs going to drain them? I hope not. I hope mm-hmm. Hobbs stays solo and the factory needs to go away. Yep. Yes, they do. They need to... Oh, go, go away. I agree. Ogogo and Ogogo, <laughs> Ogogo needs to go away from them as well. Ogogo's being wasted. The dude's back and they're doing nothing with him. The dude is talented and he's surrounding himself with lower card geeks, one of which lost Bailey to a geek. And the other one shaved his chest and is now a Goomba. Hey, Paisan, you like him. That's your boy. Comorato is a Paisan because his name's Comorato. I really like Nick Comorato as he's well. Italian. He's just. He's Italian. <sighs> He's a Whatever. hairy Italian or Whatever. a less hairy Italian. A less hairy Italian. Italian. Jade Cargill backstage, uh, I think turned on Layla Gray and then... She was a part-timer anyway. Didn't need the interviewer and then said she's going to beat Athena and then Athena and her brawled. Okay, so at this point, when we get into this next match, which is Sammy Guevara and, Te- and Ty Mello versus Ruby Soho and Ortiz, right? Yeah. When we get into this next match, we are 25 minutes into this show. We are. 25 minutes into the show, and we are on the fourth match and the seventh segment. It's the too. pace of the show is too fast. It's the show you've been waiting on. It's the show that, if you blink, you'll bloody miss everything, because, like, seriously, and the thing is as well, it's not that the segment's don't have anything happening in them. They have a lot of stuff. Like, you have the match between Dark Order and House of Black, which has a lot of moving parts to it with Tens, knee injury, and all that stuff. Mm. Then you have Mira coming out to distract. You have Darby Allen and Sting coming out to save right. them, and that little interaction with them. Okay, then we're moving on to Hook, and then you have 2.0 uh, responding to that promo. Then you have Wardlow and Ryan Nemeth, and then you have the people on the stage with Sanjay Dutt and uh, Lethal and Singh and Chris Sabin. Then you have tension between Pirate Party and Lafactor uh, and Ingobernable. Then you have uh, Powerhouse Sub, Squash and National Day, and the Factory attacking Ricky Starks. Then you have Jay Cargill and Layla Gray, and that. Uh, uh, dynamic being blown off and then Athena gets into brawl it's like there's so much stuff happening on this show just slow down like nothing gets a chance to breathe and that is my problem with this show is that we are not even halfway through and we're onto the fourth match and the seventh segment you, you need to become Excalibur explaining that to me I was it, getting lost into this show it. This was I had, a, I had a Venn diagram in my head and I had all these like equations in my head going on as you're explaining it to me. A lot did happen in there, but at the same time, some people may, if, if much wasn't happening, it'd be like, oh, this show is slow and boring, not enough is happening. I strongly disagree because I loved Rampage when it first started. When it was three matches and mm. all of them got time and they felt important, perfect show. Love it. What an easy hour of wrestling to watch. But now it's crammed in. This is Excalibur's Rundown, but in show form. Oh, so let's not call it Rampage anymore. We're going to call it Crampage. Crampage! He's done it. He's done it. He did it. Smacky D's and Crampage. Smacky D's and Crampage! (laughs) It's the show you've been waiting on. It's the show that you've been waiting on. Like a a tin of sardines. Just shove it all in. (laughs) Shove it all in. Shove it in. Shove it all in. God, anyway, we're going to go over on the show. Sammy Guevara and Time Mellow Face, Ruby Soho and Ortiz. It was a match. Yeah. Yeah, it was a match. And again, 
a lot of stuff moving parts in this match there was Anna Jay came out to attack Ruby Soho which distracted Ortiz which allowed Sammy Guevara to get the cutter for the win and there was a whole thing with uh, Sammy Guevara interrupting with Ruby Soho and Ruby Soho didn't beat him up for some reason it's, it's like Excalibur well, look at that Excalibur in you. you I just need to get you just fetch that mask and you just oh it's <laughs> and Excalibur, Excalibur. but the one thing I want to say is is Sammy and Eddie Kingston going to happen because obviously there's a filler filler match yeah we for those of you who's been you know watching any of your regular wrestling news sites Eddie Kingston's currently suspended for slapping Sammy Guevara backstage they were meant to have a match up, uh, all out we don't know if it's still happening so we feel like this is like a filler feud until Eddie Kingston comes back from his you know, suspension. Is it a two week suspension? Is it three week? Is well, it unpaid? I think, I think Kingston's already served his suspension. It was two weeks and it's already been served. So he's come back from it. Then uh, hurry up, man. Yeah. Because like, it's dead and cold. I, I, I don't know if they're going to actually do the match anymore. If they can't, like, get on or work together or whatever, then they might not do it. I and also, know. also, poor Ruby Soho. Everyone's like, oh, Ruby Soho's shoved down her throat. Look where she's back, guys. Back where she started before she got that push and you guys got cold on her. Mm -hmm. She could have won the Owen, but nobody wanted her to win the Owen. Look where she is right now, holding bags in people's feuds. Great. Claudio Castagnoli faced Dustin Rose for the Ring of Honor World Championship, and it was all right. It was a, I'm not going to say it was a match. Uh, it, it was good. So what we talked about was the ending, okay? Mm. In normal wrestling land, when a manager gets on the ropes, you stop the whether account or whatever to tell him to go off the ropes. Arn Anderson got on the ropes. He did his trademark, mm, which went over Pete says, like, why is he slicing like, his own like, neck? Like, and then it's like, oh, everyone knows what that means. It's like, yeah, I, 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 I guess. Like, do, do, do a finish. Yeah. I think. Yeah, but you know? then 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 Claudio did the elevated uppercut and the match yeah. was over. But and the then referee, he won. But the referee didn't tell him to get down. So Arn Anderson looked like a goof standing on the apron. One, two, three. He didn't even chuck does he have a towel or a yeah. pen? Like he didn't a, a pen. He, didn't, he should have chuck a pen at the referee or chuck a clipboard or something like that. Yeah. He just stood there and watched his charge lose. Yeah. And then when Dustin lost, he was literally standing there just like and that was it. And I was like, that was a weird finish. That was just strange. Glad that Claudio won, but like, cool, cool I guess. Like, like this show, Rampage in general, has been fine for a while. It's an enjoyable hour of wrestling to watch. I think recently, though, it's been less enjoyable to watch because the pace is too fast. There is so much happening on the show that you can't enjoy it. You can't breathe. No. It, it is... It's suffocating, and they need to just focus on less things. Less is more, as you Less say. is more for mm -hmm. Rampage. Uh, this is a three out of five show. It was fine. It was a three out of five show. Let's see very quickly because I can't remember. I don't think we have Patreon chats today. Just get a check. We don't. So what we can do is get into the rest of your ultra chats. Last chance uh, to get in. Uh, last chance to get in your ultra chats before the stream ends. Send them in to russeltalk.com forward slash supports. All the ones that are five US bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. Matthew Ma Matthew Matthew Crozier said, uh, "Hi guys, hope you're doing well. Just got selected for an international wrestling tournament. I'd like Roman to beat Drew, then face Kevin Owens and do something to injure him, leading to Sammy going mental for revenge." Ooh, I like Ooh. I like Kevin Owens going after Roman and then yes. Roman like ordering Sammy to be like beat him up, and oh Sammy's my, like, "Yes." 
Oh, I can't do that. Yes. That's fun. You know what? Yeah, high five for that. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, Random Nerds Talking said, My partner just is getting into wrestling, and when she saw that... uh, that... Hmm. My partner is just getting into wrestling, and when she saw that, she's us and Walter, we're facing each other. When she saw that Seamus and Walter were facing each other, autocorrect, uh, she asked, This feels like we're going to witness a murder in this match. I said, Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. LIW forever. Appreciate it. You're not sat. Not there yet, mate. Guys, vote. Vote. Sat Wait. for LIW. Sure. Kevin said, I'm not done yet watching the show and I have to watch Rampage as well. I love the interaction between Sammy and the Bloodline, but I had to step in to comment on that sat e drip drip. You're looking g- real good, man. Pete, you're cool too. Thank you. Thanks. And that's why Saeed should be LIW for life. I bring the drip to the table, baby. Come on. What are you, what are you being resistant for? You know what? As soon as I get my Wrestle Talk merch, I'll just start wearing a standard t-shirt. Until then, I'm going to be dripping all over you. All right. That's gross. Nick Corvello said, uh, hello, Pete and Sat. I, it's great to be able to catch you both live. My first Ultra Chat today, I just wanted to say, uh, while it's a minor thing, I marked out hard when Ortiz did the cat scratch taunt after the back rake in the mixed tag match with Vintage Ortiz. He is. He is a strange cat, that guy is. I feel like if you invest more in him, Ortiz could be an interesting character in AEW. But because it's a bloated roster, they'll get there to him, you know, next year or two years' time. Yeah. Or his contract will lapse and he'll get ghosted. Yep. Who knows? Mary Pansville Dan said, Guys, we also got to chat about Dustin Rhodes. He himself wasn't satisfied with his performance, and Claudia versus Dustin on paper should be a match of the year contender. So please, Tony, give us round two. No thanks. I'm fine. Yeah, you know, if if there's like blood involved, if it's like a, a bunkhouse brawl match or a Texas death match between Claudio and Dustin Rhodes, I'm all for it. Make it a good old fashioned Donnybrook. Uh, Nick Corvello says, imagine this all out nightmare scenario. Women's four way, Sheeta and Storm don't come out. They're barricaded in the locker room. Only Baker and Hater in the match. Stare down. Britt pokes her. She falls. Britt pins her. Ref reluctantly counts three. New finger poke of doom. Uh, all of that sucks. That's real bad. Tony talks about how he learns from WCW, so yeah. that should never, ever happen. And we already had a squash match recently, so that would take out the cachet of that. Yeah. Uh, Caleb has been a member for 14 months in a row. Thank you so much. Sizzamy Sati. Uh, love to see both of you. Anyone play Cult of the Lamb? Don't worry. It's not a cult. Jam that jam and happy birthday, Chopper. I looked at it on the Switch store, and I'm probably going to get it. But I don't play it yet. Yeah, it's, 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 your, it's been your birthday. Your, when's your birthday? August the what? 19th. My partner's birthday is also August the 19th. Oh. There you go. Two lovely people in my life. August the 19th is a great day. Happy birthday, Chopper Pequin now. Happy birthday, Sat's partner. Uh, Misha Sumra said, It's Sat a day again. Uh, nobody can replace Tempest, but it's always a genuine pleasure to see Mrs. Nyangi's baby boy on the channel. Pete, that's you're great. OG. That's that's my nickname on other shows. Mm-hmm. You, you remember, I love that. Yeah, Misha Sumra's great. Uh, Pete, you're great too. Hope to see you both at the Clash Party. P.S. Vecna reference, liking that. Always here for D&D and also Stranger Things. To you, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and uh, Ferthausen has been a, has become a member. Wait, no, it's been a member for six months. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, right, I think that is it for the show today. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, everyone that has watched. I appreciate it. That's been Sat. I've been Pete. We're gonna have Sat back some more in the future. Don't know when, but at, at times. 
Cassette for LIW. Four, four, live. No, not that. <laughs> yes. Mm. Come on. He know, you know he loves it deep down. He's just pretending. You look at you holding that joy in your heart. And jam that jam. Jam me, brother. Jam me. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 